You're listening to What She Said, a podcast all about blogging, creativity, and life online, hosted by me, Lucy Lucraft, a freelance journalist and blogger based in Brighton. Each week, I chat to guests about their blogging journey and find out how they got to where they are today, the struggles, the wins, and we share lots of helpful tips and tricks too. Hi, Natalie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being a part of it. Super exciting. So for anybody who doesn't know who you are, can you just introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about your blogging journey so far? Yeah, so I'm Natalie Lee and I run a blog called Style Me Sunday. Actually, it's mainly on Instagram now. So I've got about 50,000 followers on Instagram and I use that as my mini blog. I used to be a midwife. I have two children and I live in East London. So what did you say about my blogging journey? Yeah, and that can incorporate everything because I know that Instagram is mostly your thing. But Mm. when you started out, when you went from being a midwife to going on maternity leave and starting your blog and then eventually taking Mm. that full time as opposed to going back to being a full time midwife, how did that all start? So my eldest daughter has some, she's living with disability, she's visually impaired and it took us a long time to get a diagnosis. So I really did struggle when she was young to go back to work as a midwife and eventually I just had to leave. It was the best thing for the family and yeah, it I just couldn't carry on being a midwife. I really liked being a midwife actually, I really did enjoy it. That I didn't so much like the shift work, the night shifts and the long hours and things. But yeah, it, it's a great job. It is a great job. If you can dedicate, you know, the time to it, because it does take over your life. Um, yeah, I can imagine. I was, a much, I was a much better midwife before I had children. Because then when my shift ended and, you know, I could stay longer and I didn't have to rush off and go and pick the kids up and stuff like that. So, yeah, I just, I had to give up work and then after a while I was like oh I just I needed something else I was mentally unstimulated children are great but it can be quite lonely and quite difficult when you're on your own all day with the kids Mm. so I started up the blog because I really wanted to do something for me and I've always been into fashion I loved fashion, but just had no qualifications in it. So what do you do? You start up a blog. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's just, it's just carried on from there. It's, it's evolved so much. It's, it, you know, it was more maternity fashion in the beginning. And it just, it sort of evolved depending on your life stage at that point in time. Now I do lots of empowering body image stuff also talk a lot about diversity Mm -hmm. I really found my voice along the journey you know before I think I used to be a little bit nervous of having an opinion on things and now I'm a bit like well you know what's the worst that can happen (laughs) somebody doesn't agree with me who cares you know it's it's been really empowering for me personally and I just love it I just love it I think so a lot of people that are listening have kids so they they'll and are into fashion so they might know you from that but I think more of the people listening will know you from the fact that you're so 
you talk about body positivity, you talk about diversity, and you talk about quite fearlessly about um, Friday finger is what I'm thinking about. I suppose. <laughs> quite fearlessly about stuff. Yes. It's one of the reasons why I think you're so great and why a lot of people, when I told people in my Facebook group that um, I was speaking to you, they were so excited. And that is, that is something that has been on my mind quite a lot recently. And you touched on it just now that I think when you have a public platform and even before a lot of people are looking at you, you think, Mm. Oh God, what if someone, what if I say something and I say it the wrong way and someone disagrees with me or what if I want to get behind a cause, but, but I, I don't know, accidentally upset yeah. somebody. Offend people. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree, but there was a real turning point for me. And I think that was the Christmas before last. I had, we had had a really difficult time as a family and I'd take, a step back from blogging and I was just kind I was really at the point of thinking do I carry this on where is it going what do I want to be doing it was and then I thought you know what I'm just gonna go for it and do it fearlessly and somebody once said to me if you stand for nothing you'll fall for anything Mm. and it was that was just, re- it really struck a chord with me. And I was like, not everyone's going to agree with me. They don't have to agree with me. I'm Not everyone's going to like me even. And they certainly don't have to like me. But what, I, what I'm not going to do anymore is put up and shut up. Mm. And yeah, it's, that's just been something that's evolved over time. And, it's, and, it, and it, really, it is really good for the soul, you know, mm. when you feel like you can speak your mind and yeah no it's 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 great and have you found that that has connected you with your audience in a kind of on a deeper level because now you yeah like you say you are not that you were hiding anything before but now you can yeah speak your mind yeah yeah absolutely I see my Instagram following I see it as more of a community it's Mm. such a great conversation platform I'm learning all the time from people and definitely connecting on a deeper level. One of the things that I've been especially encouraging is to show your vulnerabilities that, you know, being vulnerable isn't a sign of weakness. It's actually the opposite. It's a sign of strength. And when I started to share my vulnerabilities, you know, that I was I used to feel sick when you know pressing that button to post something I literally thought I was going to throw up at some points but you hear the feedback and the camaraderie you get from other people who are feeling the same or just you know I'm you know encouraging and the effect that it has on people you know I've had lots of really really lovely messages one lady in particular said to me that she hasn't worn a pair of shorts for 10 years and the other day she put on some shorts because she thought fuck it I'm just gonna do it oh I love that um, yeah I know and nothing happened she didn't fall down dead the world kept spinning (laughs) And no one stared, you know, it's just so 
we hold ourselves back so much in our minds. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes we just need that little push, that little, you know, extra bit of bravery. And it, and it feels so good. It's so freeing. And sometimes you need somebody who looks like you or to have that voice for you. And that's another reason to speak, yeah. up, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes you do need someone to almost speak up for you yeah. and talk about how you're feeling. And I guess that's maybe why I've connected well with people. I often talk about things and, and it just strikes a chord. And I think you do it in a, you're so personable and you have a really strong message, but you do, you do it in a way that even people who are a bit scared might, yeah. don't feel, I don't know, I don't really know how, how I'm trying to say this, but I so sometimes with, I talk about zero waste a lot or low waste because I don't believe zero waste exists, but I always, always mm. at the back of my head, I want to just be normal and say, Oh, look, yeah. I bought something in plastic because my daughter was crying and I just wanted her. I didn't really care. <laughs> she was yeah, and sticks. <laughs> and you know what? You should do that because I wrote a post the other day about I was feeling quite down and quite low about something. And somebody said, you know what? Actually, it's really nice to hear you say that because it's all well and good, you know, being positive and inspiring. But you're normal and human, too. And your followers need to know that as well. So don't be afraid to say, you know, I might, I might talk about this stuff, but actually it's not, as, it's not all as easy as it comes across. You know, I have my moments too. Yeah, absolutely. Something you touched on as well was about vulnerability. And um, yeah. I, I loved how you, how you described it, that, you feel like it's a weakness, but actually it's so the total opposite. It's such a strength to be able to lean into vulnerability and talk about yeah. it. Has that always been comfortable for you? Or did this all kind of come the Christmas before last when you were going through some really tough times with your daughter and taking a step back and reevaluating everything? Has it always been difficult for me? It's still difficult for me, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> it's never going to be easy. You know, I say I, I try and do it more. And I really have done it more, but oh gosh. I mean, being vulnerable was the epitome of being weak for me. You know, I come from a single mother who was very strong and brought up three girls on her own. And yeah, weakness wasn't something that was regarded as something good. So I just... Yeah, it's it's been a real challenge for me to be vulnerable. It really has. And it's still a challenge every single day. I find it easier to be vulnerable on social media than I do when speaking to people. Yeah. I really struggle with that, actually. You know, especially if I'm having a bad day. If somebody sort of wants to talk about something quite deep and personal with me, I'll have a, I'll have a big, big issue with it and... Um, you know, sometimes you're just not, you're not ready to talk. Is this I, a hint? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, actually. <laughs> you can ask me anything. Um, <laughs> it's a good day today, so you're, you're all right. <laughs> okay, brilliant, a few. <laughs> 
no but um yeah I still struggle with that face-to-face sort of vulnerability yeah I feel like that's yeah 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 I think it is especially when you your job is to be an influencer I don't know if you like to be called an influencer but if you work online you spend so much of your time talking to faceless people that yeah I think it is it is a lot easier sometimes doing it online I certainly find that when I'm my most kind of low or vulnerable or whatever I I do find it easier to talk to Instagram (laughs) than I do yeah I don't know definitely not someone that I'm speaking to face to face (laughs) <laughs> but also the thing the thing is also you can express your feelings and you hope well people listen to you and often in a sort of face to face interaction you know people want to offer advice or tips mm-hmm. and i and i often say to people you know the best thing you can do is just listen yeah you don't need to offer any advice you don't need to solve their problems just listen it makes all the difference so I guess that's probably one of the reasons I like to uh, show vulnerability on social media as well rather yeah, than face to face because you can put your phone down if you if people pop in with yeah. meaning advice you don't have to allow them into your space you have control over it yeah. then that's interesting yeah, exactly. that's a good point I never thought of that mm. Mm. So I'd really love to talk a little bit about body positivity, which is a surprisingly yeah, difficult... Yeah, it's not easy. To, <laughs> it's not easy to say. I have problems with it. <laughs> yes. So I started up something called the Warrior Woman Project, which you may have heard of, mm-hmm. where I... Well, it started off as a social media campaign, and it was purely because after I had my children, I looked in the mirror and I hated how... I looked, I hated the reflection that was looking back at me. I had what I consider quite a lot of stretch marks and obviously you put on a bit of weight and your boobs kind of change shape. And (laughs) it was a real, um, it was a a real struggle for me. I hadn't really had major body hangups before that, but the stretch marks, oh man, they really did my head in. I just wasn't expecting it. And I started to think about this self-deprecating thoughts that were going through my head and how much I hated myself, how I didn't want to look in the mirror. And then I started thinking about my daughters and what if they felt like that? What would I be saying to them? I didn't want them to hate themselves, even if they looked like me. I'd be saying, you're absolutely fine. And, and you know, I wasn't even proud of the amazing thing my body had done. Maybe it's because I had cesarean sections. Maybe I felt low that, you know, my body had also let me down at the vital time. But, yeah, it was just a a real struggle for me. So I started talking about that. And obviously, you know, I'm not the only one who struggled um, with their post-baby body. Actually, Beyonce talked about it in her article with Vogue. Yeah. very recently I loved how she talked um, about it as well it was amazing I had some reservations there was uh, well she talked about giving up alcohol she talked about being happy with her body but then she talked about how she gave up alcohol became a vegan and basically lived like a Buddhist in order <laughs> to live in order to sort of get the weight down again so there was it was good she did open up a bit more about it but um I didn't think it kind of went far enough in my opinion 
but anyway it's good to get the conversation started so yeah so I started talking about feeling comfortable in your own skin and and I started looking into ways of building up my confidence it you know it was just a snowball effect as soon as I started on that road it was just really powerful and I brought others along along the journey with me and uh, people really connected with it so last year I did an event where I invited loads of people, loads of followers to come down and have their photo taken in their underwear. Um, we also had lots of talks and, you know, alcohol always helps to get people to take <laughs> their clothes off. <laughs> and yeah, it was just a really inspiring day. Everyone was so encouraging and supportive of each other. And what I what was so evident was that the women who you would expect to be really body confident, i.e. the size eights, size 10s, they were the ones who struggled the most with taking their clothes off. You know, so, you know, I, I then started to realise it's nothing, body positivity is nothing to do with what size you are. It's all to do with your head and what's holding you back and, you know, it's it's just so individual so that's you know my thing is i'm not i'm not here to sort of represent any one size or type of person we can all benefit from feeling worthy and feeling comfortable in the body that we're in and not constantly wanting to change it or be somebody else oh yeah because it's so I didn't, from speaking for myself, it's just so bloody exhausting to constantly every day wake up and have a little piece of yourself that you're not happy with or constantly yeah. be striving for something that isn't going to happen. I had an emergency C-section as well and there definitely was an element that came a lot later where I started mm-hmm. to be annoyed at my body. Why couldn't my body give birth naturally in inverted commas? But yeah but yeah at the same time I found I have found that the fact that I have a daughter as well has I think probably changed the narrative in my head a little bit because you would never speak to your daughters like that or if you heard your daughter speaking to themselves the way that you speak to yourself you would you would stop them and be like what are you talking about you're beautiful you're amazing Um, yeah but it's so it's interesting to yeah sorry go on no, it's all right. But, uh, you know, if we don't change the narrative in our heads, we are going to bring up little girls who feel exactly the same way that we did, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't realise what what you're projecting. You know, I used to weigh myself every day. I used to write a food diary, think about what I was, as soon as I had something to eat, I was thinking about the next meal and it becomes so tiring mm-hmm. And it's like, oh God, just give yourself a break. There's so many more important things to be thinking about rather than how many calories are in that meal. It's, it's just so, oh, it's just so annoying. So many of us do it. Yeah. And so many are consumed by it. Yeah. And, and, you know, so the media has a lot to do with that. And of yeah. course now so many of us are able to launch our own individual like media platforms essentially we definitely all have a responsibility to yeah change the narrative somebody asked 
if I could ask you what your best tips were in feeling more confident about their body. What my best tips are. Yeah. Okay. Oh, changing that little voice. (laughs) Yeah. My girls have just uh, brought in their slime making stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's all right. Um, Right. So what are my best tips? I would say my first tip would be not to talk about yourself in a negative way in, in front of people. And obviously that's really easier said than done, but you're not going to change the narrative in your head straight away. But if you can change how you say it publicly, it will slowly start to have an impression and you'll slowly start to notice those self-deprecating thoughts in your head. So stop that straight away. Stop talking about yourself in a bad way. So stop um, talking about problem areas, stop talking about... Yes. Yeah. And then I would say, it's kind of linked to that, but start accepting compliments from other people instead of saying, oh, thank you, my my dress, you know, somebody gives you a compliment on your dress instead of saying, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's only cheap, it's from Primark or whatever. Just like, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> just, say, just say thank you. <laughs> or, you know you look good today just say thank you there, there have been some really good things that I've changed in my life and another thing I would say would be to challenge yourself do little challenges and they will be different for everyone so one of the one of the examples I like to use is wearing a bright lipstick some people find it really hard to wear bright lipstick so if that's quite a challenge for you try it walk out of the house one day with bright lipstick and uh, just see how it feels just notice the notice how you feel afterwards from challenging yourself now that might not be a good challenge for everyone because they you know they're like oh I wear bright lipstick all the time or it might be wear something that you've wanted to wear for a long time that you've always felt no I'm not skinny enough to wear that or my thighs are not thin enough just wear it wear something that you wanted to wear go out and notice how you feel afterwards so I think they'll be my three top tips those are good tips I was thinking about all the different challenges that I could set myself I'm pretty body confident but yeah I definitely recognize certain elements of what you were saying you know weighing yourself every day that sort of thing do you do that oh yeah 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 I think I, <laughs> I thought I was pretty confident, but I I don't know if I am. Oh, so Lucy, so we're going to set you a challenge. <laughs> one of the one of one of oh gosh, this is a really good one. One of my one of my top tips would be to get rid of the scales. Oh God, gosh, okay. yeah. It, I mean, have, why don't why don't you stop doing it for a week and see how you feel? Just notice, notice, yeah, what feelings come up for you. If that goes well, get rid of them completely. <laughs> okay. Is that scary? <laughs> I, Is that really scary? Yeah, I do find that scary. And it's weird because we just had our bathroom redone. And um, my scales, I, couldn't, I didn't know where they were. So that went on yeah. for maybe three weeks. Oh, yeah. Maybe almost a month, didn't have them. And I felt yeah. anxious. Because, Did you? Yeah, because I thought I've put on weight, I've put on a lot of weight. 
I can't tell. I fit into all my clothes. Everything was fine. And I had to sit yeah. back on the scales to tell me what I already knew, which was that I hadn't put on any weight. Not that it would matter yeah. if I had, but that will be an interesting challenge for me. But I have been yeah. thinking about it because they, my scales really are a bit too much of a measure of how I feel. Yeah. Which is never so if you thing. put on a couple of pounds, you will, it will get you down, will it? Yeah, yeah, it would. I mean, even if you can't quite get there at the moment, I would be really careful about also sort of doing that in front of children as well. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously I'd, I don't want them to think that their self-worth is dependent on the number on a set of scales and neither is yours. Go on. No, I was just going to say that's a really good point because my little one is so little, I forget that at some point, she, yeah. and, and probably quite soon... She's going to notice that and she's going to yeah. notice my reaction. That's good advice. I'm going to yeah. take a challenge. <laughs> yeah, do. And will you let me know how it goes as well? I will. Because I will. I'd, I'd like to hear how, how it goes. But yeah, little things like that, just challenging. You know, we're, we're so caught up in old scripts that just keep going and going that we don't ever stop and think about actually how damaging is that? to us mm-hmm. I would say that that is quite damaging to you but because it's just such a routine and so normal you you don't question it anymore yeah so exactly. yeah sometimes it's a it's good to just step back and and take on new new challenges speaking of which what have you got coming up have you got more warrior women projects coming up I'm really really trying to organize another warrior woman I'm finding it quite difficult with the workload if I'm being really honest I am struggling to get the time to organize it properly because it really does take quite a lot of work I can imagine but I will get there I am (laughs) determined to do it but when I don't know what have I got coming up I am just I've got some really exciting things in the pipeline actually I've had some sort of dalliances with tv work recently and I think that's probably your you might start seeing me on the tv a little bit more so I saw on your Instagram crossed. <laughs> <laughs> that's super yeah. exciting that's super exciting so I don't want to I don't want to jinx it but you know <laughs> it's one of the areas that I'm that again it's a real challenge for me you know it's like stepping into or stepping on some hot coals or something it's it's definitely puts me outside of my comfort zone but god does it feel good if you you know get get over it and get through it so that's I think that's going to be my next challenge that's super exciting but thank you so so much for talking to me today I really really appreciate your time and for the free therapy as well I enjoyed that no. <laughs> where can everybody find you online Did you enjoy it or are you gonna <laughs> where can they find you um when can you find me i am Stalmy sunday on everything so instagram twitter and facebook stalmysunday.com is my blog but don't bother going there it's hardly a product <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and yeah it's been great chatting to you oh and you i really appreciate it and you can find me at lucy lucraft everywhere but i mostly hang out on instagram You can find old episodes of What She Said over at lucyluecroft.com where you'll also find me chatting about all things blogging, vegan travel and zero waste living too. 
Lastly, I know everybody asks this and it's a total pain in the ass, but please think about leaving the show a review. It makes a huge difference in getting the show out to new listeners. And for each review you leave, I donate £2 to charity. So that's £1 for you and £1 from me. The Chosen Charity changes each month, so listen out for it in the intro each week. Thanks for listening, if indeed you still are.